0: Hello there. So, uh, William Kennedy, beginning metal detecting. We're not going to talk about metal detecting. We're going to go off into another, another area of um, kind of like a military type of uh, podcast. Um, I'll get back on the metal detecting topic um, once all this is uh, this virus is all cleared up. So, and. Uh, Hopefully you're all doing good at home. Uh, if you're sheltered in place or if you're unemployed, hope you're uh, keeping plenty busy. Because um, I know I have. I've uh, I've been unemployed for about a month now. I should be going back to 18th if the darn governor would quit moving it forward all the time as he moved it, uh, it was about a week or so. So... Him and his experts think that they know best, I guess. Um, like I said, this this virus has has to go through the population before it's it's eradicated or they come out with a better better treatment for it, um, which they're working on now. It's uh, not like anything we've seen, at least in my time. Um, most of the viruses have been pretty minute. This one is a little different, uh, different strength or a different... Uh, uh, different change to it because we've used been using antibiotics, and some of these viruses have got immune to it, so we have to go to a different one or whatever. So, anyways, uh, I'm gonna do a podcast on transport a casualty using a one man carry. This is kind of like, uh, military type of stuff. Um, dogs barking again as usual. Let's see if there's anybody there. Be quiet, Casper. You don't need to bark like that. Oh, boy. Just makes the podcast a little go longer, right? Okay, you have evaluated and given first aid. You need to move a casualty to get further medical aid. If no help is available, um, select a carry which is appropriate to the situation and transport the casualty Without causing further unnecessary injury, select an appropriate carry. Yeah, he may not be able to be moved because he might be really injured or anything like that. If you don't have any help, especially if the guy's a lot heavier than you, boy. Then you (laughs) you really have to get some help, right? So, warning, do not use manual carry to move a casualty with a neck or spine injury unless a life-threatening hazard is intimate. So like you're saying, you're on the battlefield and you're under direct fire or something like that, yeah, then uh, you probably want to move the guy out of there because you could save a life anyways. So you can use a fireman's carry, is usually used with an unconscious or surveillance severely injured casualty. Support carry is used for casualties who are unable to walk or at least hop on one leg. Arms carry may be used for a casualty who is not able to walk. It is used for for short distances only saddleback carry may be used for a unconscious only Pack strap carry is useful for carrying a casualty. Let's see where we're at here. Mm, so, yeah. Okay. Pistol belt carry is the best one-man carry for long distances. The hands of the casualty and bear are free. Pistol belt drag is use, useful in combat. It is u- usually used for short distances. Neck drag is useful in combat. It can't be used in if the uh, casualty has a broken arm or suspected neck injury. It is usually used for short distances. Cradle drop drag. Is used, useful for moving a casualty who it cannot walk when he or she must be moved up or down stairs. Perform carry, fireman's carry, kneel at the casualty uninjured side, place the casualty's arm above his or her head, cross the ankles of the injured side over the opposite ankle, place one of your hands on the other shoulder, further from you or your other hand on the casualty's hip or thigh. I need some more coffee, right? Roll the casualty towards you onto his or her abdomen. Straddle the casualty. Place your hands under the casualty's chest, locking them together. Lift the casualty to his knees as you would move backwards. Continue to move backwards thus straightening the casualty's leg and locking the knees. Uh, Walk forward bringing the casualty to a standing position but tilted slightly backwards to prevent the knees from buckling. Maintaining constant support of the casualty with one arm free. Your other arm quickly grasp his or her wrist and rise the um, arm high. Instantly pass your head under the casualty's raised arm, releasing it as you pass under it. Move swiftly to the face, the casualty. Secure your arms around his or her waist, immediately placing your foot between the casualty's feet, spreading them apart six to eight inches apart Again, grasping the casualty's wrist and arm and the raised arm high above your head. Bend down and pull the casualty's arm over and down your shoulder, bringing his or her uh, body raised your shoulders at the same time. Pass your arm between the casualty's legs. Grasp the casualty's wrist with one hand, while placing your other hand on your feet on your knee or support. Raise with casualty correctly positioned across your shoulders. Note your other hand is free for use as needed. Support carry. Raise the casualty to standing position as in the fireman's carry. Grasp the casualty wrist and draw his or her arm Around your neck. Place your other arm around the casualty's wrist. Uh, time for a uh, break here for uh, Digger's Den. Okay, they're located in Virginia. Uh, 15% off Mine Lab. Okay, uh, DD 214 is required. Any, um, any vital information on the DD 214 for vets, uh, uh, or or a uh, military ID card if you've served 20 years, cover any anything that's uh, that's vital to your DOD number for your um, health insurance. Okay, and that's 15% off when you supply them with uh, the photocopy. Uh, He sells Deus products, um, black or white coils, X35, that's high frequency coils, nine inch. He sells shovels, digging tools, hand shovels, also digging pouches for your coins and junk where you can put them. Because if you're gonna go back to the same area, you probably wanna take the junk with you because if you go back, you're gonna find it again. Let's see. He does have PayPal there. Um, you can do a PayPal credit sign-up if you want to buy and pay later. Um, trying to find a number here. Okay, yeah, he's in Virginia. You can talk, contact his store at 434-665-9753. That's if he's open. I don't know what they do for Virginia I don't know if they're still shut down I know there is some some uh some of the stores down in Georgia that are opening up now I'm not sure about restaurants um that may be a bit you know it'll be just a social distance I guess and everybody's got to wear face masks because the businesses will probably make you do it so we don't we don't spread it to these people that um have underlying conditions or whatever. Well, let's see. Trying to figure out where I was at. Okay. <clears throat> Keep it going here. Uh, carry the casualty with your hands free for use in. Firing your rifle, climbing banks, are surmounting obstacles. Pistol belt drag, extend two belts or three if necessary, or similar objects to their full strength, their full length. God, I need more coffee, huh? Tripping on my words again, and join them together to make one loop. Roll the casualty on his or her back. Pass the loop over the casualty's head. Position it across his or her chest, and under the armpits. Cross the remaining portions of the loop forming a figure eight. Note, keep tension on belts so they do not become unhooked. Lie your side facing the casualty, resting on your elbow. Slip the loop over the arm and shoulder that you are leaning on. Turn away from the casualty in your abdomen so that you can drag the casualty as as you crawl. Warning, do not use neck drag. If casualty has a fractured arm, if the casualty is unconscious, protect his or her head from the ground. Tie the casualty's hands together at the wrist. If the casualty is conscious, he or she may clasp his or her hands together around your neck. Straddle the casualty in a knee face-to-face position. Loop the casualty's tied hands over and or around her neck or his neck. Uh, crawl forward, looking uh, ahead, dragging the casualty with you. Um, cradle, bleh, cradle drop drag. With a visual lying on his or her back, kneeling at his or her head. Slide your hands palm up under the casualty's shoulders. Get a firm under the casualty's armpits, particularly rise supporting the casualty's head on one of your forearms. Note, you may bring your elbows together and let them let the casualty's head rest on both your forearms. With the casualty in a semi-sitting position, rise and drag the casualty backwards, back down or up the stairs approximately supporting the casualty's head and body and letting the hips and legs drop from step to step. Okay, that's um that's it for that one. I'll probably do um transporting a casualty using a two-man carry. But we'll uh, do that next week on the next uh, podcast. Give you a little bit more information on that. Anyways, make <clears> sure <throat> I try bookmark the book here. I can write down anything that's possibly... Might be good for a point for the next podcast. So anyways, uh, well, wow, this is a record for me. 14 minutes running this podcast, wow, I can't imagine ever getting to half an hour, it's possible, whatever I want to throw in it, but I want to keep kind of keep it short, because uh, you people that are uh, at home unemployed and stuff, you probably got other things to do, like clean the house, right, do some dishes, maybe go out and clean the garage, I don't know, go on YouTube, find another hobby, I guess, something that you didn't do before then. And hopefully we'll uh, all get through this just fine. It's uh, just a way of relieving stress, I guess, um, for what's going on. So till next time, you know, um, try to keep busy. If you can go out metal detecting, go do that. You know, uh, you'll never be able to uh, contract a coronavirus metal detecting by yourself, right? That would be my case. I always metal detect alone. I've got a lot of, lot of takers, a lot of lookers, but nothing, else, nobody that wants to go with me. So they must be extremely busy or they're, you know, probably want to just take their time about doing the hobby, you know, maybe brushing up on some stuff and everything. But I'll have to do another YouTube video here pretty soon on some of my stuff. Some of my finds and stuff that I've gotten over the years. I've i been doing it like 30 years or something like that. I've got, I don't ever get rid of detectors. I keep them and then I got something to show for it, right? Otherwise, you know, if you just get rid of them and then you don't have a whole lot of them. But the thing is, is you probably run out of room or something. So you're going to have to make some kind of a wall hanging thing or whatever for all your detectors. So it'll be more wall art, I guess. So... Okay, until the next time, and uh, stay safe. Bye.